G'day, Troy Dean from WP Elevation, and welcome to episode 38 of the WP Elevation podcast, the podcast that is designed to help WordPress consultants elevate themselves above the pack and build a real business as a WordPress consultant. Now, this episode was supposed to be Simon Dixon from Code for the People. However, because I'm about to travel to Chicago to speak at WordCamp uh, and to run a WP Elevation Masterclass in Chicago, um, my scheduling kind of got all a bit messed up. So this week, uh, we have Tim Reed, affectionately known as Timbo from the Small Business Big Marketing Podcast. If you don't know Timbo, you're about to meet him. He's uh, a fascinating guy, very strategic about uh, small business marketing ideas. He's a speaker. He travels the world speaking at small business conferences. He has a, a premium forum uh, called the Small Business Big Marketing Forum. And uh, of course, he runs the Small Business Big Marketing Podcast. Um, and he's got his signature keynote is called The Helpful Business. And he, he helps businesses understand his, his elevator pitch is, I help small businesses become irresistible. And he does that through teaching them how to become a helpful business. So think about how helpful your business is and ask yourself, when was the last time you were truly helpful to your audience, uh, customers and potential new customers? In this episode, I'm also going to give away a copy of Gary Vaynerchuk's new book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. I'm going to give away the physical copy of this book just because it is so damn sexy and uh, beautiful. And it's also the book that Timbo's reading at the moment. So stay with us. Let's elevate. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. This episode of the WP Elevation Podcast is brought to you by Optin Monster. You can learn all about this fantastic plugin at wpelevation.com slash optinmonster. That's all one word, O-P-T-I-N, monster. Uh, it's a great lead capture plugin uh, put out by Thomas Griffin, the guy behind the soliloquy slider, uh, in partnership with Syed from WP Beginner. And what I love about Optin Monster is it allows you to very quickly set up very sexy looking and effective lead capture campaigns on your websites and your clients' websites. And this thing will allow you to add new revenue and a new service to your business selling lead capture solutions to your clients and will allow you to do this very quickly and very efficiently. And you know what I'm all about, add value to your clients and then optimize your processes internally so that you can add that value at a profit. So at the video walkthrough, wpelevation.com slash optinmonster, you'll find a video walkthrough of the plugin and you'll also find some email swipe files and proposal templates that you can use to start selling lead capture solutions. And there's even an infographic there that we've developed for you that you can use to make the case that lead capture is important. So make sure you check it out, wpelevation.com slash optinmonster. No affiliate links and we're not getting paid to promote this. We're just doing it because we know it works and we're trying to add value for you guys. The elevation tip this week is be helpful. Ask yourself, when was the last time you were truly helpful to a client or to your audience, your potential new clients? When was the last time you published a blog post that wasn't about a plugin? It wasn't about something technical. It wasn't about how to install Genesis. When was the last time you published a blog post or published any kind of content that was truly helpful for the type of clients that you want to attract? If you think about this and ask yourself this question and be honest with yourself, I guarantee most of us are not publishing content regularly enough that is truly helpful for our ideal client. 
And that is the elevation tip this week. I'm guilty of this as well. Yes, we put out podcasts every week, but we're not blogging enough. I need to be creating more blog posts. So uh, this was a bit of a kick in the pants for me. This interview with Timbo Reid is all about being a helpful business and how you can uh, publish, how you should be publishing content to be helpful. And, you know, don't worry about sales. Don't worry about revenue. Don't worry about finding new clients. As Bill Blue said, just hit the publish button. Just hit the publish button and be helpful and success will come. Timbo Reid has proven this. He now travels the world speaking at conferences just because people find him through the podcast. So without further ado, let's go meet Tim Reid. G'day, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation, and I'm chuffed to have with me all the way from just down the coast here in Melbourne, I believe, Timbo Reid from Small Business Big Marketing. Hey, Tim, how are you? Good, Troy, and hello, everyone. Now, whereabouts are you based exactly? Down on the Mornington Peninsula in lovely uh, Victoria. Beautiful part of the world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Now, this is kind of a bit weird, I must admit, because I've heard your voice a lot, but never Ah. actually (laughs) seen you animated. So, uh, you know. Well, mate, you know. Like, let's get stuck into some marketing strategy. I mean, that's an amazing, uh, the ability for us to create content uh, and then all of a sudden what you're getting is these warm leads. The amount of emails and phone calls I get from people who I don't know who say, Timbo, you don't mind if I call you Timbo. Timbo, (laughs) I feel as though I know you. I mean, that's powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's the the love letter, isn't it? It's, It's, you know, people, people do feel connected to podcasters and people that are producing content because you know you're putting out so much that they're consuming that by the time they do actually connect with you they feel like they know you in some way it's powerful mate and i uh the quicker small business owners whether they're wordpress developers or vets understand that yep. believe it and experience it you've got to experience it uh really uh the better because it'll just get them a better marketing return. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're going to talk about all things WordPress-ish and marketing and online business. But uh, before we do that, quick competition announcement. Timbo told me off camera that his favorite book at the moment is Jab, 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 Right Hook by Gary Vaynerchuk. I haven't gotten around to reading it, but it's on top of my list. So I'm going to give a copy of that away, a nice hard copy. Can you just show them the hard copy you've got there? Because Look at that. It's beautiful. Is that that the most beautifully designed book? It's fantastic. He's a magician, this guy. He's really... uh, I'm not a social media. I don't put myself out there as a social media expert, but um, uh, that book is one that just will fill a whole lot of gaps in people's um, thinking around social media and um, just and content creation, really. Yeah. Well, if it's anything like Crush It, which I've just finished reading for the second time, I'm sure it will be amazing. I'm going to give a copy of that book away, Jab, 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 Right Hook, a little bit later in interview. Stick around for details on how you can enter the draw. Timbo Reid, before we start talking about all things marketing and internet-ish, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, well, I, I, family friend was a well-known newsreader on Channel 9. His name was Brian Naylor. Oh, yeah, right. And um, Brian, he'd come around. I kind of just love I used to go into the studio with him and watch the news be created, et cetera, et cetera. And I just wanted to be a cameraman at Channel 9. <laughs> Excellent. Was this in Melbourne? It was in Melbourne, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That that yeah. must have been that must have been a fascinating experience as a kid to be in the studio and see all that creativity and all those all that content being oh, created. Mate. Yeah, well how how ironic, hey. Um yeah, I kind of I guess I was a bit starstruck too. I also had a I had a um I got a brother-in-law who was an umpire in the A it was the VFL back then and he used to go into an old show that was called Wide World uh World of Sports on Channel 7 on a Sunday morning and I'd go in with him as well and I don't know. I don't know what it was, but there was just something about that 
yeah, it was there was it was seeing famous people, but it was also just seeing this amazing buzz and energy. And um, maybe I've you know I've been podcasting now for five years, and I, I that feeling comes up a little bit. I yeah. guess when I turn the microphone on, I reckon it does for you too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, when, when did you discover the internet and think, hang on a second, there's something in this. I think there might be an opportunity to uh, to use this as a as a business tool and you know not just uh, download episode guides of Melrose Place and see what's happening next week. When did it become a commercial thing for you? Still figuring that out. <laughs> um, I, I, I discovered the internet, oh, mate. You know, when it came along, I was working in a big advertising agency and. Email. We we stopped using the fax machine and started doing these things called emails. I, I think, um, and it was kind of interesting because at the time it was a big agency and I was looking after the Yellow Pages business. So I was responsible for creating um, the advertising for the Yellow Pages. And then um, uh, at that point, that was a brand who, as a result of the internet, has now completely imploded. But at the time, we were really thinking hard about how could we make the internet work for the yellow pages and you know they could never quite lose the addiction they had to printing Mm. the book because that's how they made all their money so that was the first kind of discussion i think i might have had around wow this internet's amazing and it's not going away and it's going to be big i reckon about five years ago i think when i started podcasting is when i realized i personally realized the power of the internet because Seven years ago, I started a marketing consultancy where I, you know, I got out of corporate and was a one-on-one marketing consultant. Plenty of those around, no shortage of them. What was going to differentiate me? I started a podcast, and that differentiated me, and that completely changed my business. Mm. It's funny you mentioned the uh, the Yellow Pages book. We had a couple of we had some white page books turned up on our doorstep the other night. Uh, the business and government local edition of the White Pages, and I looked at my wife and I said. Are you kidding? They're still printing this thing. Extraordinary, isn't it? They're, they're great. Like you put them under your computer monitor yeah, to lift yeah, your computer yeah. monitor. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh. I actually started taking photos of where people were using and how that people were using the yellow and the white pages, compete, keeping your computer up, opening the, keeping the door open, Fantastic. reaching the top shelf as a step, all sorts of stuff. Fantastic. Now, when did you discover WordPress? Do you remember the first time you saw the WordPress dashboard? You know, we're not going to get geeky. Is that, is no, that, no, no, no. We're not, not going to get... We're not getting geeky at all. Right. There's no tech talk here at all. Right. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what WordPress is, Timbo? <laughs> Mate, I recommend it. Anyone, honestly, uh, I'm actually, it, I'll answer your question, but I do, I've up until now as a marketing podcaster, keynote speaker, uh, you know, I've got my own forum. Whenever anyone, anyone talks about getting a website or changing their platform, I say, you know, get WordPress. I'm... I feel there's a little. I'm moving away from that a little bit. Happy to talk about that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Cause some enemies uh, as a result of it. But um, I reckon I first discovered WordPress maybe um, seven years ago when I started when I needed a site for my business. Yeah. So so interestingly, why have you been recommending it so much up until now? And then we'll talk about why you maybe moving away. Here's my spiel. The background to the spiel up until now, and I'm I'm still fully a WordPress guy, but but up until now, the spiel has been, I see thousands, I travel the world speaking to small business owners. A major frustration of small business owners is their website. Yep. They get additionally frustrated because my main keynote is around helpful marketing. You're standing on a mountain of knowledge. You know a lot about the industry in which you operate. You should be sharing it. 
Um, why should you share it? Because it's going to pull people towards you because you're going to position yourself as an opinion leader by creating videos, podcasts, ebooks, forums, blog posts, etc. Um, Google, and then my, this is leading somewhere, Google's update with the Hummingbird update in October last year says just give us helpful, useful, unique content on a regular basis. Mm. Regular being the key point in this discussion. Mm. So then the, my audience of small business owners will come up to me and go, I so get that, Timbo, but I find it so hard to change my website. And you're telling us to update our website weekly with a, a video or a blog or a podcast. I said, why is it hard? Well, it's hard for two reasons. This is them saying either because it's technical and they don't know how to do it because they're in some content management system owned by some web developer who's making money from trapping them inside their, their ecosystem mm. or because they're web developers, same argument really, they're web developers charging them X dollars for every 15 minutes. Mm. All they want to do is upload a friggin' blog post. Mm. So WordPress to me, my, my solution is, well, WordPress, guys, it's easy. And my big sell on WordPress is that when you get inside the back of your website, it looks like Microsoft Word. Yeah. Yeah, and so they their eyes light up and they go, that's cool. Now, that's underselling WordPress. And that whilst the actual, you know, the page or the post section does look like Word and it's, it, it's familiar and not scary, there's a whole lot of stuff down the left-hand side and all around the place that does freak them out. Yeah. Um, so that's that was that's where I get to with WordPress. What I'm feeling and seeing, and I haven't explored things like Squarespace and other CMSs, but they seem to have caught up, mm. and they might even be. Again, I haven't explored it. It's on my list of things to do, actually, Troy. But it looks like the interface for the small business owner who's non-technical may be a lot easier these days than WordPress. Yeah, look, you. Absolutely right, uh, mate. I, you know, one of my businesses is selling a plugin that WordPress developers give their clients with 55 video tutorials in the back end to show their clients how to use the WordPress admin interface. So, everyone I speak to that knows WordPress and all the all the people in the WordPress ecosystem say the same thing. We use WordPress and we kept using WordPress because it was the easiest thing to get up and running. However, if you if you put someone in front of WordPress that's never used it before. It's not as intuitive as we would like to think it is. No. Uh, and it's a big problem that WordPress, the, the, the WordPress development team are trying to solve at the moment. So um, you're not the first person to, uh, to bring this up, and I think it's an important conversation to have. Because at the end of the day, as you say, there's no point recommending a tool to a small business owner who's having trouble updating their website if they then log into that tool and don't know how to update their no, website. No, no. And... and... From a small business marketing point of view, all I wish for is the is the business owner to recognise the knowledge they have and to start sharing it via podcasts and videos and blogs. Uh, and if they then get stuck at the other end, now th to that point though, one thing that I'm really strong on is like if you're the business owner, all I want you to do is create the content. I actually don't want you going into your WordPress. Yeah. I don't want you editing your video. I don't want you yep. figuring out. You know any of that? Get off the tools. Yep. It's all a time suck. Yep. So, if they've got cash flow, if they can afford it, yep. then you pay other people yep. to do. I guess what I do like about WordPress, I don't like people being locked into a platform. Yeah, gotcha. And obviously WordPress, yep. uh, you're not locked in. You own everything. Yeah. Um, 
if you do go into something like Squarespace, it, uh, from what I understand, it's cheap. It looks pretty cool. But what if what if Squarespace gets bought by mm. some evil minion who mm. puts the price up mm. and says, you know, stuff all you guys, mm. you know, and then you then you're trapped. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, Brian Clark from Copyblogger is trying to solve this problem at the moment too. He's just released a new Rainmaker platform, which is basically, a, you know, it's built on WordPress, but it's a minimized, you know, kind of dumbed down for want of a better term version of WordPress where Ooh. it just takes all the, all the garbage out of the admin interface and just gives you exactly what you need to start producing and publishing podcasts and blog posts and videos. But again, it's a hosted platform, so you're kind of entrusting a lot of your marketing yeah, yeah. strategy uh, with with him. So uh, that has its interesting. Um, oh, I'll follow that. How how far down the track is he? They've launched. Uh, I've I've signed up. I'm using. I'm taking it for a spin at the moment, um, and it's it's good. It's impressive. It's great. If I mean, we've got developers who work for us, so we probably don't need it. But it's great if you don't if you haven't got those resources and you just need to produce and publish content. It's fantastic. It's hmm. got a whole bunch of uh, SEO and conversion tracking stuff built into it. Uh, so, yeah, you should check it out, newrainmaker.com. Make it a note. Have a look at it. Um, how do you describe – I mean, I'm pretty familiar with you because I've heard you and James Shramko on podcast over the years and I've listened to a lot of your stuff and I was on a plane once listening to you and James teach uh, about how to put on a pain-free event and made a couple of pages worth of notes, which I'm, uh, which I continue to use. So thank you very much for that. But uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with you, how do you describe what you do in one sentence? What's your elevator pitch, so to speak? I show small businesses how to be irresistible. Hey, there you go. That's nice. Oh, I really like that. <laughs> hey? You steal it, I'll come and get you because you're only <laughs> up the road. Hey? I show small businesses how to be irresistible. That's it. So you know what I like about this? First of all, you name your target audience. Second of all, you you name the outcome or the big benefit that they're going to receive from working with you. But there's also something I love about this. It's just laced with intrigue, isn't it? Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's That's really it. it's really sexy, isn't it? Yeah, well it's just just to the point. And um uh the elevator pitch thing, you know, when you do get an opportunity to pitch a business, people do trip over themselves and get tongue tied and then they try and get all rational. Um I'm such an emotional marketer. It's kind of what I kind of pride myself on. We buy on emotion, you know. So yeah. um, the word irresistible is emotional, and it, it does. It, it it should raise the question. Well, how the, how the how do you do that? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's yeah. the question that an elevator pitch should raise. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because then you're having a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's right. You know, like for the for your listeners of WordPress guys and girls, you know. They should be thinking about, you know, if someone says, what do they do? It shouldn't be, oh, I'm a WordPress developer. It's like, you know, I show small business owners how to fall in love with their website, mm. for example, mm. you know, um, because there's a whole lot of small business. There's another great, we're talking about pitching, Troy, you know, pitching is important mm. um, because there's often, you know, there's so many situations throughout the week where we get the opportunity to talk about our business and you want to talk about your business in the light of whoever's asked. Uh, you and how it's going to benefit them and um, there's another pitching process which is um, really nice which is the you know how approach so yeah. you might say hey what do you do Tim and I say well first of all I'm going to ask you what do you, before I explain to you Troy what I do mm. do you mind if you tell me what you do so then I can frame my response based on what you're kind of where you're at in your head gotcha so then you're a small business you say I, I own a I own a vet clinic I'm a vet right I go okay small business owner okay so 
you know, our small businesses really struggle um, with um, keeping their website up to date and it's expensive and it's just a pain in the ass because it's all technical. You're going, yeah, 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 man, I feel that pain. I go, cool. Well, you know, you're not alone. Um, so what I've got is a, is a business that actually will help you fall in love with your website and turn it into an effective marketing tool that's going to produce the results that you want. And they're going to go, what? Really? How do you do that? Cool. Glad you asked. I'm a WordPress developer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? Beautiful. That's Goes great. Like that. that is worth the price of admission alone, my friends. And for a free <laughs> podcast, that's pretty bloody good. Um, <laughs> so, so tell me, what do, you, what, do you, what do you actually spend most of your time doing in the business day, on, on a daily basis? As a result of starting a podcast five years ago, Troy, as of today, uh, June 6, 2014, 80% of my income comes from speaking. Um, I travel the world now um, speaking to small business owners at conferences that other people have organized. As a result of my podcast, I got signed exclusively with a speakers bureau two years ago. And so they basically, it's like having an agent. They say, you know, there's a conference for financial planners over there, go and speak. Uh, so that's 80% of my income, not time because, um, you know, besides the travel that's involved, the actual speaking might be a 60-minute keynote. Um mm. I uh, spend a lot of time so podcasting and I have two sponsors uh, that generate an income through my podcast um, and I have a forum and I'm in there every day, uh, the Small Business Big Marketing Forum and that's kind of, uh, that's it. So I don't do any consulting uh, and I do a, I do a little bit, I've, you know, I'm always, I've always got one or two clients, I've got this little business on the side called Get Your Own Show. And it just helps other people get a podcast. And I've always got one or two people I'm helping with that. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, and gee, it sounds like you've got a. It sounds like you've got a very clear. It, you know, when I when I talk to entrepreneurs, a lot of what I hear is that they've got many plates spinning. It doesn't sound like you've got many plates spinning. No. I, I, if we had had this discussion a year ago, there would have been more plates, but. Um, Speaking's taken over. Speaking's yeah. by far, and you know, my next six months is just—it's just been—it's been an incredible, incredible ride. I'm really like, um, uh, I was in. This sounds like a name-dropping story, and it, it is, but there's a, there's a moral to it, you know. So the moral is create content, share your knowledge, and you will build um, a tribe and a good business. Mm -hmm. I did that. I started five years ago. Two weeks ago, I was checking into the Beverly Hills Hilton, and so was Barack Obama. Wow. And the reason that I was checking into the Beverly Hills Hilton was because I just spoke at a keynote. I just gave a keynote at Disneyland because someone had found my podcast. Wow. Right? So podcast, I get booked to speak at, at the Disneyland Convention Center at a conference. The last night of that conference... They transferred everyone, including the speakers, to the Beverly Hills Hilton, and there's the President of the United States checking in. And I'm just going, well, the only reason I'm here is because I've got a podcast. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, less plates spinning these days, and that always created so much anxiety in me in terms of where's the next dollar going to come from. And I, I always admired people who specialised, who niched down into just one thing, you know. Mm. I reckon one's a dangerous thing, number in business because what if that disappears and mm. kind of get that. But I haven't got one thing, but I've got one main thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, if you could wave a magic wand and fix one thing about your business right now, what would it be? Um, having the necessary support. Um, so I talk a lot about this concept of a virtual marketing team mm. uh, that you know the marketing world has changed forever and now that even the small business owner can surround themselves with people from all over the world doing different stuff. And I'm just lacking a bit of, um, right now, I'm lacking a bit of administrative slash technical support. Um, uh, my travel, my speaking requires a lot of admin, travel, book, uh, airfares, accommodation, all that stuff. Uh, and that's taking up too much of my time. And um, podcasting, I've got that sorted. I've kind of started doing a, a creating videos. Mm-hmm. And I, so one of the, I've got a little video strategy where I literally, because I'm traveling to all these amazing places, I do these one minute marketing tips to video. So mm-hmm. like I had the, the space shuttle Endeavor was behind me a couple of weeks ago in, in LA. And I did a little, selfie video of going, you know, drawing a marketing analogy with a space shuttle and me being there. And I've got about 30 of those sort of sitting there trying to get up and running. And yeah, I'm just creating a lot of content. It's kind of getting away from me at the moment that I yeah. can't get out there and share. Yeah, yeah. Do you have, uh, do you have a, a, an assistant that kind of helps you manage the content and kind of, you know, book your flight schedule and all that kind of stuff? Uh, not, no, right now, um, I've, I, I, I don't have a VA, right. um, just didn't, it wasn't working for me. I wasn't busy enough. Right. Um, but now I am yeah. and I don't know what, I'm not exactly sure what the person I need is, but you yeah. know, like my booking agent, they do all the bookings, but yeah. I need to tell them what I want booked and yeah, all that yeah, yeah. stuff. So yeah. yeah, it's just, I'm just at a, actually at a point where I've actually just, I've just experienced a lot of growth. Yep. And I haven't, and I'm managing that growth. And now I'm looking at it going, okay, I can see what that growth is about. And I can see the next six months, I've got about 30 speaking gigs booked. And wow. that's like, okay, now I've got to, um, I've got to figure out how I manage that going forward. Yeah. Mm. Um, when, when you talk about speaking, I do a little bit of speaking as well. And I, so I totally get the, um, I get the benefits of speaking. I love it. But it seems to me like you and I seem like fairly confident people and we're pretty happy to get up in front of people and speak in front of a large group of people. I speak to a lot of WordPress developers who understand they need to do this, but they're petrified and they can't take the first step. So what practical tips do you have for someone who wants to start speaking, even at a even at a BNI business networking breakfast? They want to just get up and speak in front of fifteen people and do a little presentation on what it is they know and the benefits and how it can help people, mm-hmm. but they're absolutely petrified. What advice would you give someone in that situation? Uh, I'll give you two mindsets that work that I use all the time because um, I think if you have a particular mindset, then it can overcome all the other stuff that's going on. Mindset number one is that you're doing your clients, your customers, your prospects, maybe even the wider community of small business owners a disservice by not sharing, by not speaking from stage. How dare you hold on to that knowledge until someone gives you money? Yeah. I mean, get over it, you know, like, yeah. uh, and, you know, yeah. So num- num- number one mindset is, you know, how dare you? Yeah, love it. And if that doesn't kick you into action, then... Um, the, the, the second one is I, I get up 
and I get nervous. I, I do love it, and I love those nerves. And really, someone asked me the other night. I spoke in Sydney. Like, do you get nervous? And for me, it's that last minute as you hear your name being introduced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here we go. Yep. Um, but um, the second one is, I am always. I come at it from a place of giving. Yep. You know, I'm going on that stage. I'm speaking on your vodcast. I am doing my own podcast always from a place of giving. Um, I, I have a very clear picture of my ideal listener. Mm. Um, his name's Dazza. Mm -hmm. I have him in front in my mind now. <laughs> um, you know, I know everything about Dazza. Um, he's a small business owner. He's hurting. He's frustrated by marketing. He's tried all this stuff. He just, you know, he's spending dough on marketing that's not working. He doesn't know what, he, do, he knows there's a whole new world of marketing out there, but doesn't know where to go. Uh, he feels alone, blah, blah, blah. And I just go out there with the mindset that I'm there, I'm going to help Dazza. Mm. And, um, it, it overcomes any ego and any, um, any stuff about what if I trip over and all that type of, what if I trip over my tongue or forget what I'm going to say. The third mindset to that point is that it's a conversation. You're not getting up there and kind of, it's nothing worse than seeing someone read from paper. It's a conversation with a few people. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot in it. I've, I've, I've actually got a speaking coach and um, I'm learning so much. She's Ooh. a stand-up comedian and, mate, it's brilliant. You know, just the mindsets that you can play with and the ability to construct one clear message, um, to entertain to tell a story, to make a point, to get a laugh, to tell a story, to make a point, to get a laugh. It's kind of, you know, um, there's reasons people, it, it scares people, but people also can over-engineer it in their own minds and as a result, never do it. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I was going to ask you is, do you have mentors and do, like, who coaches you? Who mentors you? Like, you know, clearly you've spent a lot of time on professional development and self-development. Who have you reached out to and you know, is this, a, is this a regular thing that you do, reach out to other people to mentor you and help you grow? Yeah, no, I haven't done it enough. I, um, I've got a speaking coach, um, so that's a very specific um, thing. And I have uh, a wise old man in the village in which I live who, who reached out to me. Uh, wow. And, and I would consider him just a mentor where I just go around to John's house and, um, you know, just blurt out something that's on my mind. And um, That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, and that's about it. I mean, I read a lot. I don't, it's not, doesn't, it doesn't have to be business books. You know, like I'm reading Michelangelo's biography at the moment and uh, it's mind blowing, you know, mm. just and learning about passion and how he went about becoming, you know, the most, most famous sculptor in the world. I mean, he didn't have a business plan, obviously, but mm. his passion and love for, for sculptor and how he kind of chased that down is, you know, learn from everywhere. Mm. Um, listen to a few podcasts, and that's what I do. Mm. The other thing I want to explore before we get into the elevation round is you, you mentioned this giving that, you know, uh, I went to a Bruce Springsteen recently in Adelaide. He was on stage for three and a quarter hours. My brother and I, uh, we actually got to pat him on the back as he ran past us. It was a, a huge moment. And, I, yeah, I was completely starstruck because I've been a huge fan for years. My brother and I left there and we're driving home, and my brother said, I've never seen someone work so hard to give so much to their fans. Mm -hmm. And I said, that, that was, I still get goosebumps now thinking about it. The big mindset shift that I think I've made in my business over the last two years is stop worrying about revenue and income and just focus on 
how you can help people achieve what they want to achieve and the success will come. Mm. Ha, ha, when did you kind of realize that giving and helping people was more important than worrying about the numbers and the revenue? Well, I can control my giving. I can't control the other stuff, you know, mm. and it is a big one. I get that Bruce Springsteen one. I he, I had never done any Tony Robbins, but apparently, he, you know, he can be on stage for 11 hours. Yeah, uh, it's just nuts, give, isn't it? Uh, and so I see others do it, you know, it's just human nature. I mean, uh, my my main keynote is called the helpful business. So the helpful, the giving business, the useful, providing, that releases um, dopamine in, into your head, your yeah. brain. It yeah. makes you feel good. There's a yeah. reason. There's a reason. So, you know, that alone, it's a good thing to do. Um, and I found that, you know, as a consultant, which I used to be, um, you know, you'd have these sessions with a client and then you'd meet a week later and you'd, and you'd say, did you do that? Did you do that stuff we took? No, no, I got, got busy. And it's like, uh, and to me, I found that frustrating. It's like, I, can, I can't control that. Yeah. So I'm just going to, what can I control? Well, I'm just going to give my best uh, and, and let everything else take shape. And um, I think that's kind of, yeah, it's, it's easy. God, there's a whole, there's a whole there's a whole three-week podcast just in that alone. You know, yeah, there there's is, so much there? to explore there. But you're absolutely yeah. right. And it's so rewarding to give, especially when you get that feedback from people who do take note, do pay attention, do implement, do have success. Then they email you and they, they're like, you know, you won't believe what happened just because there's mm. one little thing you said in a podcast that made a difference. And that, I, for me, it, you're right, it releases all those beautiful chemicals in the brain which make us feel good and make us feel like we're connected to our tribe and we're contributing something useful. And, 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 you know, there'll be listeners right now, Troy, who are going, you know, uh, oh, God, I give away too much. What if I give away all the stuff I know and my competitors will, they'll go and turn it into their competitive advantage. And it's like, you know what, go and, going and buying Jamie Oliver's cookbook does not make you a celebrity chef. That's right. You know, so get over it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you still want to watch his TV series. You still want to go to his restaurant and you're not going to be able to cook that marinated spare rib like he does. <laughs> exactly. That's just the reality of it. So, exactly. Um, you know, give in the knowledge that um, it will pull people towards you. Yeah, because the one competitive advantage you do have, the one thing that makes you unique is you and the relationships that you build with your tribe. Correct. Yeah. Um, quick elevation round. For those that don't Here know, WP Elevation is the uh, business accelerator for WordPress consultants. So I'm going to ask Timbo a series of quick questions, quick off the top of your head, uh, machine gun fire style answers. What's the number one thing any freelancer or consultant needs to know? <laughs> That's meant to be like a, a quick answer. Uh, what's, the, what's the one thing a freelance consultant needs to know? Jeez, mate. Where do you start? <laughs> I need to know why cornflakes go soggy in hot milk, but that's kind of not going to get us anywhere. Um, they, they need to know who their ideal client is. Perfect. You know, back to Daz. I, I think that's a ripper. I interviewed Jerry Harvey from Jayco Caravans a couple of weeks ago, and his engineers have a picture of their ideal client in their, um, in their workrooms. Wow. Who they're building that caravan for? In fact, sorry, I know it's a quick round, but what what they actually do is when Mr. and Mrs. Jones buy the big caravan from Jayco, and that caravan goes onto the production line, they actually have a photo of the actual buyers. This yeah. is who you're building that caravan for. Wow! 
Yeah. That's gold. It's Jerry. A uh, quick correction. It's Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan. Yeah. Correct. I think Jerry Harvey might be from Harvey Norman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's fantastic. What's the best thing you've ever done to find new customers? Podcast. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. How do you stop competing on price? Podcast. <laughs> I'll add value. I help. Add yeah. value. Make yeah. yourself so valuable to someone that they're willing to pay you what you're worth. Correct. Oh. Any tips on writing better proposals? Yeah, do videos. Um, so um, I, 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 my proposals, I get a phone call. Like just yesterday, I got a phone call uh, from my agent saying, will you do a 12-city roadshow for such and such? I find out what the problem that client has and why they want me to speak at that roadshow. I then knocked out a, t- a two-minute video introducing myself to that client and telling them how I could add value to that roadshow. And I have about an 80% success rate with with that little strategy. you still got to write proposals, follow them up with a video. It'll blow people's mind. That's gold. Uh, fav- do you have a favorite tool for CRM? No. Nah. No, I'm, I'm using uh, – because I my business is not that complicated, I use Aweber yep. uh, and I'm frustrated by it at the moment. But it's like changing banks, you know. It it's is, isn't it? Yeah. Too hard. Yeah. Uh, what's the best way to keep a project on track? Um, be clear on timings. Know when things need to be delivered and hassle. Any ideas for getting referrals? Ask. Nice. Just be, 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 you know, don't say to yourself, oh, they're not going to refer anyone. Just say, hey, listen, have you enjoyed what, have you enjoyed working with me? Great. Have you got, you know, a couple of people who you think would benefit from the types of stuff we do? Perfect. And uh, what's the number one thing you can do to differentiate yourself? Podcast. There you go. Um, that's the elevation round. Thank you very much. What's the future for Timbo Reed? Where are you going to be in 12 months' time, you think? Flying around the world speaking, I imagine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's it's year two for me, so it's early days, and um, yeah, it'll be um, a whole lot more speaking. Um, loving my forum because it gives me incredible insight into mm. what people are thinking and asking mm. and talking about. And uh, I, I would like to run some more of my own events. I've been pretty slack on that, and um, do like the idea of that. Getting bums on seats has always scared me, though. Mm. You were uh, you spoke at a conference recently with Dave Jennings here in Melbourne, who's a buddy of mine. We're actually co-running some workshops in July in Melbourne, and you're right. Getting bums on seats is a scary proposition, but I think that's why I like doing it because yeah. I like the challenge. You know, I like yeah, walking yeah, into yeah. a room with forty or fifty people and going, "Yeah, unreal." I know, no, yeah, amazing feeling. Uh, in fact, I've got my 200th episode coming up in August of this year, and um, just this week, I've been looking at venues in Melbourne to do a lot, do a live show from oh, stage. Yeah, and fabulous. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I only need I, we've identified a venue, and it's going to seat it's it seats about 150. So yeah. hopefully that'll be okay. Perfect. Um, finally, uh, where can people reach out, Timbo, and say thanks? Head over to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. If they want to uh, listen to my podcast or join the Small Business Big Marketing Forum, and if they want to book me as a speaker, head over to timreed.com.au, which is R-E-I-D. Awesome. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. Final question, who would you like me to try and interview and why? Jeez, mate. Who would I like you? You're a WordPress guy. 
Who's been the? Who's been your? Mo- How many interviews have you done? This is. I think this is episode number thirty-eight. Who's been your favourite? Well, actually, my favourite was someone outside. My favourite was Andrew Warner from Mixergy outside the yeah. WordPress space. He's probably. Why was he your favourite? Um, just because it took me, just because it was hard to get him, I had to go through a, a very strategic kind of process to build that relationship, and he appreciated the work that I put into building that relationship. I just added tons of value to him, and right. war, you know, warmed him up. You know, yep. I sent him an iPod for Christmas, you know, and and then kind of who do you think he is? Yeah, yeah. hey, yeah. Well, you know, he's been a huge influence on on my business and my mindset and my personal confidence. He's been a huge influence. So yeah, right. I think yeah, that was, he's so I think that's why he's been my favourite because when I when I landed when he said yes, I was stoked. But then the interview itself was just epic. It was awesome. Yeah, right. Um, the creative, excuse me, the creator of Squarespace. Ah, there you go. Okay. Uh, I don't even know who it is, but I'll find it and I'll find whoever created Squarespace and we'll get them on. That'd be very interesting, actually. Would be. Would be. Awesome. Hey, Timbo Reid, thank you very much for spending some time with us on the WP Elevation podcast. Uh, All the best for small business, big marketing, all the best for your speaking gigs, and I look forward to seeing you in the soup, as they say. Thanks for having me, Troy, and good on you, mate, with your show. Cheers. Okay, so you might have realised that I didn't announce the competition details and I know that you're all hanging to learn how you can enter the draw to win a copy of Gary Vaynerchuk's new book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. Uh, To enter this competition, Timbo wants to know the number one thing that any small business absolutely needs to do on their WordPress website. So if you're a WordPress consultant, you've just set up a website for a brand new client, we've just launched it, what is the number one piece of advice that you're gonna give that client right now? The client said, okay, great, I've got this new website, What's the number one thing I have to do on this website? It could be install the Yoast SEO plugin. It could be publish content. It could be set up lead capture forms. It should be plug in Google Analytics. I don't know. You tell me. I've got my theories. What is the number one thing that any small business client absolutely needs to do on their brand new WordPress website? Leave your comments and your feedback and ideas underneath this video and I'll get Timbo Reed to swing by in a couple of weeks and award the prize, which is going to be, of course, a hard copy book of Gary Vaynerchuk's Jab, 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 Right Hook. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode with Timbo Reed. I certainly did. He's the real deal. Uh, a lot to learn from this man. Uh, get over to Small Business Big Marketing and check out the podcast. Join his forum. And if you want to book him for a speaker, go to timreed.com. Uh, the, all the links should be in the show notes underneath this video. Of course, this episode is brought to you by Optin Monster. Check it out at wpelevation.com slash optinmonster where you can see a video walkthrough of this amazing lead capture plugin uh, and how it can drive more revenue or more sales into your business. Don't just get this plugin and play with it and use it. Get this plugin, learn how to use it, learn how to create lead capture solutions fast and then sell lead capture solutions to your clients so that you can drive more revenue into your business. Of course, subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode wpelevation.com slash subscribe. And when you do subscribe to the podcast, you'll get instant access to a free content creation webinar. Uh, If you are on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. Or if you think we suck, give us a one-star review. Tell us honestly what you think about the show at iTunes. 
because uh, it really does help us spread the message and get in front of more people. Um, of course, the show notes and everything you need for this episode will be at wpelevation.com slash Tim Reed, T-I-M-R-E-I-D. Uh, remember to leave your comments under the video to enter the draw. And let me just have a look at who we've got up next week. Aha, so next week we actually have Simon Dixon, Code for the People, uh, one of the uh, one of two European WordPress agencies who are part of the WordPress VIP program. I'm very excited to have Simon on the show. I'm sorry I had to bump him, but, and he's been very patient, very understanding with us rescheduling because of my trip to Chicago. So I'm looking forward to interviewing Simon for next week's episode. I hope you can join us then. Until next time, go elevate.